Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm here to teach you how to find joy, even in the hardest times, and to live the happiest, most fulfilled life you possibly can, while also having a positive impact on the world around you. Treat this podcast as your one-stop shop for all things personal development, health, business, and social justice. Without further delay, let's get unscripted. All right, guys. So I um, am talking today about Anna Ferris's autobiography that she wrote called Unqualified. <laughs> and actually, I have just learned that I have been pronouncing this woman's name wrong her entire career. So her name is Anna which blew my mind, but her name is Anna Ferris. She published an autobiography that I got on Apple's Black Friday audiobook sale. It was like three bucks. And I started to dive into it this weekend, and I have some thoughts. So her primary focus is her history with romantic relationships and sex. And I was reading it, and I found that when I reach a point where there's a specific topic that's weighing heavy on me, when I come across something or a thought or an idea that I can't shake, I've learned to just kind of go with that, to embrace it. And usually when I trust my gut on that, um, I get met with feedback from others that it was something that they needed to hear. They felt it was a conversation that they needed to have. So no matter how uncomfortable things get, if it's a discussion that I feel really strongly needs to be had, we're just going to hop on and we're going to chat about it. So you guys know I talk a lot about joy and finding positivity in your life, and I feel very, very strongly about that. I'm very passionate about that. But I want to clarify something. So having a positive life and finding joy is not something that can begin and end with you. So part of this process is having a positive impact on the world around you. So the idea is that everybody is just elevating everybody up. And so there are going to be times where we have to talk about heavy topics in order to meet that goal, in order to accomplish that. And this is going to be one of those cases. So it's the first time that I'm actually going to have to put a trigger warning in here. Um, Obviously, we're talking about consent from a sexual standpoint. I promise not to get extremely graphic, um, but there was a specific chapter in Anna Ferris's autobiography that triggered this for me that I want to dive into and address. Um, specifically for all of us who are in that 30 to 40 age range. And I want to really talk about the specifics behind what consent culture was like for us in our youth and what has changed for modern day consent culture. So I'm just going to dive in. Um, She, like I said, her whole book is about relationships and sex. And she was describing a situation in her college years. And she was at a gathering of just a small group of people. Everyone was drinking. And they reached a point at the 
end of the night where the guy whose house they were at started nodding and gesturing to his friends that it was time for them to leave. And she picked up on this and immediately had that oh shit reaction because she knew she didn't want to hook up with him. And um, everybody left. It was just them. They start making out. He ends up on top of her. And she says no. He responds with frustration. He's clearly agitated at this point. And then she starts going through this justification process in her head where she's like, I don't want to be the tease. I don't want to annoy him. You know, how strongly do I feel about this? No, I'm pretty sure that I'm not certain that I want to do this. And after a while, she just eventually says, okay. Now, fast forward to her writing this book. Um, She's now 40. So we're talking about a situation that was about 20 years ago for her. And she describes it as, I said, okay, so it was okay. And this really like stuck out to me because she's a feminist, she's well-read, she's, you know, active in the feminist movement, and it was a little bit concerning to me that her response was, you know, I said, okay, so it was okay. Whereas a listener and understanding, you know, the language of modern day consent culture to me, it wasn't okay. Um, it wasn't okay. So that is kind of what I want to dive into. And I think that a lot of people that are in our generation are struggling with this. Because when we were growing up, the language was no means no, right? That's what we got. And that's kind of what we based how we felt about our sexual encounters. Um, we always held it up to that no means no. And we didn't really dive deeper into that or really consider the trauma or lasting impact that problematic sexual situations could have on us. So now the language is that consent means an enthusiastic yes. So the absence of no is not consent. Um, Reluctantly agreeing is not consent. Saying no and then getting annoyed or pressured or made to feel guilty into finally giving in and saying yes is not consent. And this is something that, you know, I think today's youth talks a lot about. I'm grateful that my daughter is going to grow up with this language. Um, And I think that a lot of us, you know, in that 30 something age range can identify with this, can agree with this and support this. But we have a very hard time doing an audit on ourselves. So we are great at championing championing, um, other women, right? We're great at offering support to other women. But there is something that's triggering um, that makes it really difficult for you to be honest about what this situation looks like for you personally. So I understand, too, that this isn't just a female issue. So the same way that our generation grew up with no means no, the men in our generation also grew up with no means no. And there hasn't been enough of a conversation 
um, about that. And there hasn't been, I guess, a safe space to have those types of open conversations where men can ask questions, um, women can share their experiences, and we can really look at, you know, how to be better moving forward. Um, And again, you know, the consent of being an enthusiastic yes doesn't just apply to first-time sexual encounters. It doesn't matter if it's your first time having sex with someone or your 100th time having sex with someone. The same standard applies every single time. And I think, you know, this is one of those things where I want to be really cautious about how I approach this and the language that I'm using because, you know, Anna got really vulnerable in this book. And I think there's something so powerful about people being willing to share their stories, regardless of what they are, not just stories of hardship or trauma, but any story. Um, I love hearing other people's stories and I never want to discourage anybody from sharing. Like I said, true act of vulnerability here. And I definitely don't want to come across as shaming her in any way. It was just something that stood out to me. It was something that caught my eye um, that I wanted to have a conversation around um, because I'm looking at this woman who, like I said, is in her 40s and clearly describing a situation that was not consensual, but logically making that justification in her head that it was. And um, I think we saw this kind of pop up a little bit with the Aziz Ansari sort of situation that came up uh, 2018, 2017. I don't know. Look it up. Um, and it, this um, allegation did not get a whole lot of press play. It wasn't something that people really talked about a lot. It wasn't something that people really understood. But it's kind of going back to that situation where um, he's with someone, she's saying no, and he's interpreting that as convince me. And no doesn't mean convince me. No doesn't mean keep asking. No doesn't mean keep being persistent. No simply means no. The only other response to that should be, you know, okay, I understand that intercourse is off the table. Is there something else that you would enjoy tonight? Um, what way would you like to receive pleasure tonight? Is there something else that you might be into? Like those are kind of conversations that puts the ball back in the woman's court where she's able to really reflect and think on, you know, okay, I'm not really feeling like I want to have sex right now, but is there something else that I might be interested in? And maybe it leads to sex, maybe it doesn't. But again, she has to get to that point to where it's, something that she's consent that she's giving willingly and with enthusiasm. I love that word enthusiasm. And I can understand from Anna's perspective how um, there's gray area, you know, no, no means no, leave some gray area there. You think, okay, I did say no, but eventually I said, okay. So, you know, is it just an unpleasant night or is it illegal? Uh, And for the guy, it's the same exact thing. You know, there's that gray area. Whereas 
wording consent as being an enthusiastic yes really helps eliminate that gray area there. It really helps make things clear for both parties um, and make sure that neither party is compromised or um, misinterprets the situation and provides an extra level of safety. So um, I just wanted to touch on that. I just think it's important that, you know, we stay up to date with what, you know, is modern and true right now, but that we continue to have these conversations because it is very real for a lot of us that this is not what we grew up with and that we're diligent about properly identifying our past experiences and how we communicate that to other people Um, and that, you know, men are able to see when they're fucking up and that women are comfortable holding them accountable to that and that we all kind of discuss openly how to best move forward as a society and prevent this from being the same situations that generations to come are going to have to deal with and dive into. So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, We'll touch on this probably a few other times too. I have some ideas of conversations I'd like to have um, to dive deeper. But like I said, I was just reading her book and this particular situation really stood out to me and I wanted to um, address it and kind of put this language out there. And that wraps up today's chat. Thank you for letting me get unscripted with you. If you want to support the show, make sure to subscribe, share with friends, and give the show a five-star rating. If you're looking to get unscripted more than just once per week, be sure to connect with me on Instagram for exclusive content at Nick, N-I-K underscore unscripted.